Tonight is our grand debut in society. I hope I don't make an ass of myself. Crossed out. I hope that I conduct myself as befitting a lady of my station. That sounds proper, right? Lady Bridget's Diary The Americans had arrived. In fact, they had arrived in London a fortnight earlier, but the Duchess of Durham had kept them hidden from the prying eyes of society. Tonight, at Lady Turnbridge's ball, they made their debut. A hush had fallen over the ballroom as the Duchess of Durham appeared for the first time in public with the new Duke of Durham and his sisters, three dark-haired young ladies of marriageable age. The ton craned their necks for a glimpse of them, eager to see what the newspapers had been speculating about for weeks. The haute ton immediately commenced with clamoring for introductions to the new duke. The ton had already taken to calling him that, and gossiping about the sisters. The duchess and her collection of Americans began to circulate the ballroom. Introductions were made. Polite conversations were had. Some fawning ensued. Three gentlemen preferred to watch the mayhem from a distance. Well, this should liven up the season, Rupert remarked. Or at the very least will inspire conversations about how they shall liven up an otherwise dull season. Beside him, Lord Fox, a good friend, simply said, They're pretty. Lord Darcy resisted the urge to roll his eyes and said nothing. That one of England's oldest, most venerated titles was now possessed by a horse breeder from the colonies was surely a harbinger of the downfall of English society. It mattered little if his sisters were pretty, when civilization as they knew it was over. It went without saying that as a wealthy, respected, powerful peer of the realm, he was quite fond of civilization just as it was. It's a pity the Durham title is going to an American, Darcy said, simply repeating sentiments widely shared by the Auton and printed repeatedly in a majority of the city's newspapers. You're such a snob, Rupert said, laughing at his older brother. He was the only one who dared to speak to him that way. Somehow, Lord Burbrook had managed to infiltrate their conversation. Darcy noted the man's red cheeks, from an excess of alcohol, surely, and bright green waistcoat, from a dearth of taste. Can't say I didn't thumb through Derbert's to see if there was a chance I'd inherit, he said jovially. I heard that if the Duchess hadn't tracked down this fellow, the title would have gone to some distant relation. Pity that. Spare us all from distant relations, Fox said. Yes, it would have gone to a Mr. Collins. He was one of those distant, imbecilic relations one despaired of. As the head of his own estate, and raised to ensure that it was successfully passed to the next generation, Darcy understood why the Duchess had plundered the colonies in search of an heir. Anyone was better than Mr. Collins. Say, how do you know that, Darcy? Burbrook asked, awed. Darcy knows everything, Rupert said, smirking. But Darcy, Fox drawled, did you know they were pretty? Says the man who is betrothed to one of the Tons' most sought-after young ladies, Darcy remarked, reminding his friend of his impending wedding. And who has landed London's most sought-after mistress, Rupert added. Right. Fox straightened and looked around, presumably in search of his intended. Spotting her, he strolled away in her direction. Half a mind to marry one of them myself, Burbrook said. I bet they have very fine dowries.
There was no mistaking the direction of his gaze, which was not precisely on their dowries. There would be some advantages to wedding one of the American girls, Rupert said, a little too thoughtfully for Darcy's taste. Don't get any ideas. I won't welcome any recalcitrant colonists into the family. Oh, look, one of them seems lost, said Rupert. Burbrick wandered off to lose money in the card room, while Darcy and his brother stayed to watch the wayward American girl. She had certainly become disconnected from her group. Apparently, she had not been informed that ladies did not wander about the ballroom unaccompanied, gawking at this and that. Or perhaps she simply had no regard for etiquette and protocol, a thought that gave Darcy anxiety. Or perhaps, oh dear God, Rupert started forward when he saw what had just happened. Even Darcy was shocked. 